Hey everybody and welcome, it's Sarah here. I am so excited for this episode today. I am so excited for you to join both myself and Dylan, the Spirit Advisor, for this really elevated conversation that also goes really deep, I have to say. Um, Before we get into the show, I do want to go ahead and make a note about this episode because I think it's really important and really practical. We get into, in this episode, we get into the conversation just really talking about, you know, the energy of what's been happening and also what's been going on in the world and the challenges and the, um, you know, the personal challenges that we're having through all this collective change and evolution. And we talked about what do we do to really motivate ourselves to really help ourselves stay in alignment with our intentions, with love, with integrity. How do we really do that? And we share our own personal things. And I, I just want to make sure that I also add here, because I think it is so important, that one thing that we all get to do is receive outside help, receiving support. So asking for help, reaching out. Everybody is going through something, but not everybody is going through the same thing. And we all can help each other in so many ways. So I really want to just make sure that I emphasize that and I include that because we didn't mention that in the recording um, in the podcast. So if you are going through something, and especially if you're somebody who's been on the journey for a while, it can be easy in the spiritual community and the healing community and even in the health and wellness community, to assume that if we've been on the journey, we should have it all figured out by now, and we should be able to do it on our own. And the truth is, we can't and we don't have to. And so reach out, get the support that you need so that you can continue serving and supporting yourself and your community and all of the ways that you're doing. Thank you so much again. And also just on that note, Um, If you're looking for any resources, I have plenty of resources, lots of contacts, lots of colleagues that are in this field and have so many different specialties. I also do coaching myself in addition to the astrology and Dylan, the spirit advisor, he does coaching with human design as well. So just stay connected, reach out. We're here for you. We love you. We hope you enjoy the show and we'll be in touch soon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Growing Deep podcast. This is your host, Sarah Posh, evolutionary astrologer and intentional living coach. I am so excited today. You'll be joining us today. I have a special guest. Yay. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Guess who? Um, Today, Dylan, is uh, the spirit advisor, is joining me for this podcast. We're going to go through the astrology of August And Dylan's bringing in his expertise of human design and the gene keys. And we're both just going to open our vessels and channel our messages from our spirit guides straight to you because this month is full of potential. If there was anything to say about August, it would be thank you. (laughs) It would be thank you. Um, So we're really, really excited to go through all of this with you guys. And before we get started in this conversation, we open it up just a reminder that you can locate Dylan and I online 
Dylan's website is... TheSpiritAdvisor.com. And all of his services are on there, all of his workshops, his speaking opportunities. And then you can find me just at SarahPosh.com. Again, all of my services and consultations are on there as well. We're both on Instagram, and you can just check us out, reach out, join the conversation. We'd love to hear what you all have to say. So with that, I think we'll dive in. I can start a little bit by sharing um, with you all what I was sharing with Dylan because I was so stoked for this podcast. And I've actually tried recording this podcast like five times, if I'm being completely transparent. Um, And it's just, it required... It required Dylan to be here to talk about it. Um, and I'm so excited that he came. It worked out. Because this month is is full of potential. It's probably... No, it is. It is the um, greatest gift of the year. August has... It's full of trines. And in astrology, the trine is known as a soft aspect or an easy aspect or a good aspect. Um, I really try to look at everything through the lens of equal playing field. Um, and instead of thinking of it as like a good versus a bad, it's more of like, it's a naturally supportive conversation between the planets. The energy is flowing evenly and smoothly and openly. And there's so much potential for us to use that to go even farther with it. It's like, it's just easier. It's more graceful, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, versus, but it's not forced versus like a square or an opposition or a conjunction. Those aspects in astrology are when we feel a little bit pushed by our, you know, evolution mm-hmm. by life or by people or by ourselves, whatever it is, which is a gift because it's like, that's how we grow. If nothing was pushing us, we might get a little too comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and trines are like, you can go so far, but you have to be motivated from within. You have to take right. this pearl and you have to expose it to its potential develop it the visual i get with trines is like the canals like the panama canal where it's a very flowing movement from one place to another you're just kind of following the path of the water but you've got to you've got to be patient you've got to work through these individual locks and they open and close in their own timing but it's still the continuous flow so it seems effortless but you have to be engaged Mm -hmm. in the process Or you might not get through the next lock. It might close on you if you don't stay focused. Mm. Yeah, I like the engaged because it's like, um, it's like it's you. You have to participate with it, but it's a choice. Mm -hmm. Engagement feels like a choice. So yeah, there's this. August is an invitation. It's this open invitation, and the word we were coming up with was rebirth. Really. Mm And I mean, the cards we pulled, it was like transformation and just the ace of earth, ace of pentacles, the maturity card. It's like this, there's so much new beginning. Just the potential is right here, right now. Um, It's just right. You can taste it. It's like ripe. Yeah. The time is like ripe. However, it's also like, it could just be a break. You know what I mean? Like we could just kind of feel like I'm just going to take a month off. I'm just going to like, nothing's really going to come at me. So I don't have to be pushed. It's going to be like, "Ah." you can do that. Like you can just kind of like relax this month if you want Mm -hmm. and receive that as a gift. And maybe that's, maybe that's what you do. Mm -hmm. Maybe you just roll as far as that wave takes (laughs) you. And you're like, that's good. I just didn't want to paddle this round of the canal. Mm -hmm. Right. Or you can paddle in this open invitation like and get way farther and develop something and have it have its potential come so much more 
um, yeah, farther is the word. Well, this year up to this point has already been such a deep process of transformation. It's like, <laughs> I can't believe it's only August. I feel like I've lived two or three lifetimes, lifetimes <laughs> careers all in one, you know, what eight month period, I guess. So I feel like what a beautiful reward for all the conscious work that I know so many of us have been doing. You know, just watching through social media, I feel like there's been so much more just transparency and connection and clarity between people, really connecting on what's actually going on with all of us and that mm. we're kind of, we're destigmatizing a lot of the ascension symptoms or just kind of the ways that the human psyche deals with growth and we're sharing our definitions of it so that we can feel the sense of solace and um, camaraderie. And I mm. think like, what a perfect time to really capitalize on all that connection and all that support that I feel is out there to, yeah, rebirth. Mm. But as a, like our purest form yet and our most, I want to say even like provocative form yet mm. in, in the sense of like, we're really going for it. Mm-hmm. We're really shining a light in our unique lane. Mm-hmm. You know, we're really bringing something truly special in from our unique perspective on life we're being invited to i'll add and also i've had this conversation with multiple people over the weekend just how people are are saying that right now in like collectively and personally like we've all kind of reached this point of consciousness and of evolution that like no one's ever been here before Mm -hmm. so like our souls have worked out so much karma that like no one in our lineage has reached this point Mm -hmm. you know when they say like it was like the first doctor of the family or something it's like our souls are like the first in this frontier Mm -hmm. and now we're in this unknown because it's like oh i don't know what comes after this because I've never, no one's, and no one's ever seen what could come from this. Mm -hmm. And so with, with all this like beautiful astrology, it's like, it's, it's also contrasted from, from the last eight months, but specifically from the last two months, June and July. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Like there's like eclipse season retrograde. It was bananas. It was crazy, like crazy. And now it's like, you could either take this as you're exhausted and you just want to give up and like Mm -hmm. throw in the towel and just kind of like go to sleep a little bit, which won't last long, by the way, this is only a month of astrology and then we (laughs) go back into it. So like, don't do that. Um, Or you can be like, you can use it as feedback Mm -hmm. and you can develop this like mastery and this wisdom. I I want to do this quote now because it's just like perfect. Um, This Thomas Edison quote, because my guides gave it to me like three times from three different sources this last week. I love it. It is, um, if you don't know, Thomas Edison invented, you know, the light bulb, right? He discovered the electricity light bulb. Um, (laughs) And he said, I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. Mm -hmm. So he he tried 10,000 times before he discovered how to do it. Something that literally shed light all across planet Earth. Right. And it's a light. Oh my God. (laughs) Yes. And so we are at that point right now where it's like, it's like begin again, but don't start completely over. Mm -hmm. Like use how, like we've completed, there's some sort of like huge completion. Mm It's got so many goosebumps. We've like had this completion and now it's like this try, this is the try. Mm -hmm. Like this is the time to be like, Fuck, and I'm going to give it one more go. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. So 
I can totally um, relate to this feeling because I feel like in this year I've just shed so many, so many, so many skins. And now I do also relate with the fact that I do feel kind of exhausted. Mm -hmm. I am kind of like, maybe (laughs) not at the point of wanting to throw in the towel, but without some kind of um, peripheral clarity as to what I'm even going to turn all of this energy over into, Mm -hmm. it can feel a little like, what is it? What is it? What is it? Is there even anything? Yeah. So that for me is just a channeling of like a collective vibration, I feel. And I want to mm. ask you, what do you think the best thing to do with that feeling is? All of those feelings, I yeah. guess. For me, I've had to really slow down mm-hmm. and really tune out all of my kind of like spiritual ego mm-hmm. that's like, you got to be the bigger person. You got to do the right thing. Cause like there's a resistance to that mm-hmm. because I'm tired, Yeah, you know, like that. And then, um, and I have to just tune back in to like, why did I start in the first place? Like, who am I doing this for and why am I doing it? And I have to really take out the personalization of like the character in front of me or like the person in front of me or the, the like so real situation Mm -hmm. you know I have to like get out of that Mm -hmm. and completely go back to like what did I come here for Mm. and that's how I'm motivating myself and self-care self-care in different ways it's been like the old self-care things like we've never been here before right Mm -hmm. so the old self-care techniques like aren't even touching Mm -hmm. the amount of self-care I'm needing to be motivated like genuinely motivated um so that like giving myself time not rushing myself and really committing to being genuine. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And also I like how you brought up, I think it was like the peripheral Mm -hmm. view. I'm also like looking back then also like looking forward Mm -hmm. and at the potential of what could happen and like checking in like Sarah, there's so much that has worked. And it might feel like failure. Like it might feel like I am like just, it should just be figured out by now. You know, like it should just work by now or this should just like, but it, but it's not. And that doesn't mean it's done. Like, or it doesn't mean something hasn't happened. Something's happened. Mm -hmm. There's something that's like still in the beginning, even though it's been so much effort and time have been put into it. So yeah, for me, like really like it's not about the other person or it's not about the, you know, external anything. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm doing this for me on my soul level. Like I'd be so pissed. I'd be so pissed if I wasted this opportunity to show up because I was like tired of the bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) So we need to stay hydrated this month Mm -hmm. because we need to give ourselves that baseline of just fluidity to Mm -hmm. move forward. And, I mean, what about these cards? Like, we're transforming. We're reaching a new level of maturity Mm -hmm. as a collective. Yeah, so the cards, just to tell everyone, it's the Osho tarot deck. And it's the transformation, which is the death card. And then maturity, which is ace of rainbows or ace of pentacles. And then we are the world, which is ten of rainbows or ten of pentacles. For me, the way that I read this was totally about the the death rebirth. And the rebirth isn't this fresh, innocent energy. It's a mature energy. Mm 
-hmm. the rebirth, the ace, I mean, the ace of pentacles is the ace of rainbows is literally it's maturity, but it's the first card of the series. Mm. So it's like, we're at this new level. It's a new beginning, but we're Mm. not starting over. And that's where like the feedback comes in. And it's like not wasting the experiences and the challenges we've all been through in the last two months, but like taking enough time to pause and really let that death process like that, just Mm. that, but compost it. Like compost it, recycle it, assimilate it, integrate it, and then apply it. And that's true transformation. Mm -hmm. That's true, like, the the fire that burns you, but you come back out more reformed. You're not a new shape. You're not brand new. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're refined. And then We Are the World is, like, in all of this, it also connects to the fact that we are in this together, and we have to remember the connection that it's not just about us and it's not just about that person it's not personal and it and it is because like where we give up on someone else is where we give up on ourselves Mm -hmm. where we show up for somebody else when we're like feeling exhausted or maybe not wanting to like that's that's a mirror you know what Mm -hmm. I mean and it's like we all have to step up in our own unique light right now and own it and share it and that's how we change the world. <laughs> mm, I get it. So this We Are the World card kind of makes me think of Aquarius, of course, because mm. of this collective of individuals all joining hands in unison. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that full moon. Yeah. Yes. And so perfect because it kind of looks like a full moon. It really does. <laughs> the card. <laughs> it's like a rainbow of souls dancing in joy, hand in hand, heart in heart, around the world. And that's very Uranian Aquarius totally. thing too, where it's like we're the we're the whole universe dancing around this world, this one mm. planet. Like collectively coming in together. Um, The full moon, yeah, so the full moon is happening on the 15th of this month. It's happening just after Jupiter stations direct and Uranus stations retrograde. Mm. And Mercury leaves shadow. So, like, all these things are happening kind of all at once. It's like, again, that completion kind of feeling. And it's also sitting, the sun is sitting with Venus on this full moon. So that's the superior conjunction between Venus and the sun. Venus had its retrograde cycle in Scorpio back last late fall, October, November. This is, like, the point of them coming back together Um, after all of that. Wow. So, yeah, here's, like, it's, like, completion point after completion point after completion point. And I feel like so many things ended and closed in the last month, like mm-hmm. so many cycles. And now it's like you're kind of, you know how they say like when one door opens, another door closes, or one door closes, another yeah. door opens? Yeah. It's like the doors closed, and now these doors are reopening. Ah, okay. <laughs> you know, like a yeah. new open. Um, wow. Yeah. So it's a big moon. I mean, it's it's literally like this culmination of so many things kind of like, turning back on, like, the, the switch, the flip of the switch. You know right. what I mean? Like, we're coming so, back online. Yeah. We're kind of seeing the result of the, perhaps, beneath the surface or what happens, you know, between the pulses of life. This stuff is starting to come to the surface now. And we're going to be seeing, perhaps, how this interchange we've been manifesting is going to translate into the potentials that are available to us in our outside 
in our outer life. Mm-hmm. And by that, do you kind of mean like, I also, when you said that I was seeing, you know, because in a full moon, the sun is in opposition to the moon. So the mm-hmm. sun right in that, in that moment is in Leo sitting with um, Venus. So it's like this valuing Venus of our own unique self, like gift of self to bring and our expression of that, which is like so Leo, um, that is bringing, it's, bring, it's reflected in the community around us and the people that are receiving that gift because mm-hmm. the moon's reflection, right? So it's like this full moon of like, yeah. Rebirth is really the highest state of, when we look at it from the Jinki standpoint, it's in the 49th Jinki, also known as the 49th gate in human design. It's really an energy that's all about revolution, but it's about revolution from the inside out. Mm-hmm. So it's about, it's really about the inner values that we cultivate, cultivate in our relationship to spirit and how that affects how we do life. So if we have a strong anchoring in spirit, we're not as likely to act in fearful or violent ways on our earth plane journey. But if those values that we hold around spirit collectively are ones that are punitive or that put down the individual, you know, rather than elevate the individual, we have this relationship with spirit that keeps us in the lower frequency of reaction and reactivity. Mm. So it's really about elevating out of that old paradigm of um, basically intolerance Mm. in terms of how we deal with spirit. And it's about inviting in a greater awareness of spirit as it pertains to our physical lives, as it pertains to our everyday lives and how we deal with conflict and how we deal with each other when things are not at their best, when there's scarcity or when Mm. there's lack. So... That's really where the revolution happens is in how we emotionally or spiritually deal with our values in terms of each other. Yeah, what's actually like really coming to me is um, the news over the weekend. There's been Mm -hmm. some, you know, just really not great things happening with Mm -hmm. the shootings. And one, and this is so connected to this full moon, especially with the Gene, I love the Gene Keys, how the shadow goes from reaction, revolution to rebirth. Mm-hmm. I think that's so what's happening right now. And we're seeing so clearly this shadow of reaction, this shadow of like what happens when somebody is in fear and pain and suffering and they act out of that state, mm-hmm. out of a blind instinct driven state. Mm-hmm. Um, and the revolution is not an uprising against that person, No, but that's what I'm seeing. I saw the news and it was like, there was one, um, article where they called the shooter evil and just talked about how the shooter wasn't from that actual area. And so their people would never do something like that. That's mm-hmm. not of their nature. Right. And so we start to separate people and, and put them into these boxes of like, oh, this, this, um, area, this group of people it's not in their nature to kill, Yeah. but this is. And the truth is we're humans. Yeah. We all have the killer instinct. We do. We do. We all have that. And we can't fix anything or actually rebirth anything yeah. as long as we're 
putting that outside of ourselves and trying to solve it by eliminating one person or that, like that won't eliminate the problem. Exactly. And it's, it's just, it's so like, for me, it's like so frustrating. And actually that these events are part of your, an answer to your question earlier about like what gets you through those feelings, what gets you to motivate is like, this is so much bigger than me. And like, I just have to do, I have to act like I can't hide anymore. I can't hold back because like, I know the truth. I know the truth of the matter, which is like, we are all, we also have that instinct, but we're all our basic nature. Our true nature is basic goodness. Mm -hmm. We all have that potential within us as well. Absolutely. So like, how do we bring that out of everybody Mm -hmm. rather than trying to push away the thing that's not the shadow Mm -hmm. revolt against it? You know what I mean? Like that's not going to work. That's one of the things I love about what Gene Keys reveals is that, um, you know, maybe contrary to how the the logic of the human mind works, it's really when we can drop into the shadow state and fully let it be seen or rather, you know, engulf us in a sense, not in the sense that we give it, you know, our liberty and let it take everything over, but that we don't resist any part of that lower frequency and that's mm-hmm. that's actually the point in which it transforms and becomes the next highest frequency. So mm-hmm. we go from reaction to revolution when we can accept that yeah, we all do have that violent reactivity in us and that we can't separate that out into cultural or geographic differences anymore. Right. It's a fundamental law of being in a human body. You have these instincts and that's what got you here. You know, that's what got us to this point in evolution. We have to acknowledge that. We have to let that be okay. You know, we have to give that compassion as well. Yes, and we also have to acknowledge that we have also evolved our minds and our consciousness past the point of being a victim of that. Mm-hmm. I think I do think, you know, in earlier stages of the human evolution, we probably didn't have the the prefrontal cortex mm-hmm. evolved enough to really be able to hold and contain that awareness right. and then make a, a conscious decision. But we do now. And maybe we aren't, maybe some people aren't using it because they aren't doing meditation or they aren't practicing awareness or whatever, but that doesn't mean it's not available. Mm-hmm. It's available to yeah. all of us at this point. And so it's also the, and this is so like the shadow potential of the Aquarian theme, right? Mm-hmm. Of like um, group mentality where it's like whatever is fair and just for everybody. And it's like everybody in your group. Right. Right. Bigotry. Bigotry. So it's like you can't just like change the group and that changes the concept. Like that doesn't work. We have to like expand it to like literally everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. And the, actually, I remember now that we're talking about this, the Sabian symbol for the degree of this full moon is self-control. Mm. It's like that bear inside of us, like that rage. How do we transmute? How do we channel? How do we transform that energy and tame our mind? Like, so that we can actually live from the heart mm-hmm. and activate the potential that we all have individually and collectively. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we have a very big collective dilemma there. How do we, how do we help each other connect the head and the heart 
And how do we live from that space? Mm. And how do we how do we signal to other people that we don't necessarily share the same group with, that we don't have that, you know, sense of familiarity with? How do we, you know, role model that way of living in the world? And how do we bring the idea that that potential is a, even a potential for human beings, you know, into the conversation so that that avenue of common sense stands as available? Because... Mm. The conversations as they're held are finger pointing, blaming, you know, and everyone almost has their own kind of little agenda behind it. You know, if you can seem righteous in your casting blame of a very, you know, seemingly quote unquote evil person, then you almost get extra points. You mm-hmm. know, you almost seem like, oh, wow, she really did a great job of, um, you know, disciplining that person that did the bad thing. Mm. And yet we don't grow from that as a collective. We don't... Or or individually. Or individually. You know, there's maybe... Yeah. So how do we infuse and acknowledge the human potential that we're carrying um, more, more like a Leo would? You know, how do we like literally walk with that through mm-hmm. the world? And... Maybe there's not a simple answer to that. There probably isn't. There is no simple answer for sure. But I think that the full moon is, you know, with the Aquarius full moon and the sun in superior conjunction to Venus and like Mm -hmm. all of these things Mm -hmm. happening. I do think that we start where we are and we start with ourselves. And so to the degree that you are capable of dealing with the challenge of the person in front of you who disagrees with you and that perceptual threat Mm -hmm. is the degree to which collectively we'll be able to hold space and have the conversation and heal it collectively. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's all, I mean, that's all we really have. I mean, Abraham Hicks always says this and I think it's really true. A lot of the times words don't teach necessarily. Mm -hmm. But how you maintain your own integrity on a, you know, even a frequency basis when you're around people who are challenging, triggering, or uh, disrespectful even to what your beliefs are, um, you know, that's you casting your vote for how the future of humanity is going. Mm-hmm. Will you use your own consciousness to its, to your, to its highest degree, to your highest intelligence, to contribute to that collective field that we're weaving by doing this conscious work. Mm -hmm. And if not, then, you know, what's the point? (laughs) Yeah, I think there's so, I mean, there's so much I can like say on this topic. I think it really comes down to valuing and respecting human life Mm -hmm. like humanity like not dehumanizing anyone and we can see where we're all where that's happening Mm -hmm. you know in so many ways and where do we like dehumanize ourselves you know like punish ourselves or not give ourselves that compassion of like being human or um 
yeah, and I think that's where like the self-care is coming in. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that was coming to me was with this superior conjunction with Venus is the conversation, another conversation that's coming in is the, um, there's like levels and layers of relationship. I don't know if you ever heard them, but there's, there's like the hormonal attraction, kind of like lust. And then there's the love where there's like a, um, you, you connect, you start dating or something. And there's that kind of like the power struggle dynamic mm-hmm. starts to come in. It's still two separate people trying to like get each other's like attention and also get their own like independence, I guess you could mm-hmm. say. But then there's a level of conscious commitment, which comes after that. And that's where there's like, you're no longer needing to constantly assert yourself in this relationship you have that contained within. You're not self-sacrificing, mm-hmm. but you're capable of holding space for both people at the same time. Mm-hmm. And like, how many people do we know, even like that we're in relationship with, that we're able to do that? Like really do that? Yeah. That's not, I don't think that's a super common thing, you know? And I think it's, I think the first step is just like, we got to stop denying it. We just got to own up to it. And that's that maturity card. That's yes. that transformation. It's out. just like, I think that's the first step is we all got to own up to it. And we all have to be like, you know, willing to just say like, what gets in the way of me being able to do that? Mm-hmm. And then that's going to inform the self-care because it's like, okay, there's something I need to take care of for myself so that I can show up in this way. Yes. Cause if we can't do this, if we're not willing to do this, like there will be a war, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> a power struggle and a, you know, partnership, like that's a mirror for what's happening on a collective scale. Totally. And this whole month of astrology, by the way, like to tie this in, everything's joining together. So we have now once Mercury comes into Leo in the middle of the month, we have Mercury, Venus, Mars, Juno, and the sun, like everything, divine, masculine, feminine, like all parties mm-hmm. are invited under the sun's light of consciousness together to go through all of these transits. We all got to hang out in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> we all got to yeah. get along. We all, and, and get along in this Aquarian way that's not like we all have to be the same. Right. We don't all have to agree. But like, I think, I think a big part of it is communication and nonviolent communication and investing in the tools and the resources to learn what that even is, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah. There's so much, but that's my, <laughs> that's my, like, let's start here, I guess. Yeah, and I think um, it feels to me like this evolution slash revolution is really one of individuals being able to, uh, as conscious beings who, yeah, do have that foundation in self-care that nurtures and cultivates that conscious connection with your higher self-qualities, The revolution is in being able to hold uh, that life itself is something that you're in relationship with Mm -hmm. and that life itself is that other person in the relationship that you, you, it's time to step up and be a part of the conversation of consciousness. If you're able to, you know, use your neocortex to process these kinds of concepts that means you're ready to start stepping up mm-hmm. and stepping into the light. And I know from experience, when you make that sometimes uncomfortable or difficult decision, life blesses you mm-hmm. with new abilities and new ways of seeing things that do evolve your consciousness mm-hmm. and that do bring you into 
like greater like ecstatic connection with others and life and the work that you do whether it's Mm. work that's in this realm or not so with meaning with meaning which is I think a lot of something that people who lash out is that they don't have meaning to their lives they don't see that silver lining and they don't have those those collective spiritual values or even individual spiritual values that make it seem like your life does have depth and meaning and humanity to it and Mm -hmm. importance even Mm -hmm. so I think the more that we just nurture that space in our own life in our relationship to life itself through through the quantum shared experience of the of earth (laughs) we're creating more spaces for other people to do that Mm -hmm. and and reconnect to the collective in a healthy way definitely i think so i i think overall to tie in the astrology with all of this leading up to the aquarius full moon we have some really beautiful windows of opportunity to develop kind of first the sun the self So there's the once a year transit of Sun trine Jupiter Mm -hmm. on August 7th, and it's a fire trine. So it's Mm -hmm. this creative potential to really expand your vision of who you are and what you're capable of doing and being in this world. And it's this abundance of generosity. So it's like giving of the self and ways that where where are you giving like just feed you to give Mm -hmm. so it's like you're coming from this overflowing sense of like i have so much light Mm -hmm. to give in this area so some kind of like let your light shine in some arena and really like step into a new place let yourself really put yourself into a new place put yourself in a new situation or try sharing your creativity in a new way or sharing your truth in a new way just put your creativity out there Mm -hmm. on august 7th i think that that's like self-expression just like that's the day to put yourself out there in that way of just sharing yourself letting yourself be seen i guess um and then on the following day august 8th venus is traveling like side by side with the sun it's so beautiful venus has a trine with jupiter so the two benefics yeah lion's gate on lion's gate so the two benefics come together and it's like wow what can we do in collaboration what can we do from this place that we have so much to offer so much to give and just give and just trust that if we do that like it will be replenished you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and not in a comparison way of like this person's giving this versus i'm giving that it's like participation just everybody just give what's yours to give Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like we're waking up to what that is and then it's like and then really um appreciating that venus venusian like appreciating the gifts other people have too like what can we do together how can we like here's what i got here's what you got like let's do something let's make some magic together so creating that connection that really conscious connection and just I think that Venus trying Jupiter on that day, this is our chance to really tap into that elevated conscious commitment of partnership, that next level of like, we're ready to relate in this way because mm-hmm. we know who we are and we can like hold space for meeting everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. And then August 11th, we have Jupiter station direct. It's like, here we are, Santa's <laughs> home. <laughs> um, and... Uranus stations retrograde, which I think is like a beautiful time for us to like really 
the lights turned on inside, if that makes sense, like the awakening, but it's like within. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're really just like, ooh, like percolating in that (laughs) and integrating it. And then Mercury moves into Leo. So we're like, and I have my voice and I know where to share it and Mm -hmm. I know where to put it and I know how to communicate it and translate it. So all of that leading up, it's like these are, these transits are so like just vital for us to tap into and co-create with. Like mm-hmm. put ourselves out there. I don't know if you have anything to add to that. If anything came to you, and I was saying all that. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, awesome. Um, so that's all leading up. Just to, that's only August fifteenth. Like we're only midway through the month, and that's when we have the full moon, and then we start traveling through midway to the third week, and we get we start getting Mercury making that fire trying to Jupiter, and Venus and Mars meeting up. Um, this is going towards the end of the month in Virgo, in early Virgo. So now we start to transition out of Leo after this full moon. We start Mm -hmm. to transition towards Virgo. We have Venus, Mars, the sun, all traveling into Virgo together. And, you know, in astrology, Leo is like, oh, I'm a self. I'm I'm my own person. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not just like in a human body, but I have this like unique light to share. So it's like this fun, joyful, like, let's bring it out. Mm -hmm. And then Virgo's like, let's perfect it. Let's, like, make something of it that's of use. So let's, like, package it neatly and then give it out to everybody (laughs) who can benefit. I love that. Yeah. So we're bringing form to whatever creative Mm. potential we're awakening. And it's, like, and we have everyone there to help us. Mars, Venus, the sun, everybody's present. Wow. So we're at, like, a major turning point. Mm -hmm. I feel, especially as we move into Virgo, like, saying giving form to it, it's, like, we have this whole new higher quantum understanding of our hearts. Mm-hmm. Who knows what that even looks or feels like on an individual level. And then we, we have all of the meticulous tools and the know-how and the skills to literally bring it into the world. So it's <laughs> not just like, hey, I feel really good after all that. I feel better now. It's like, okay, now let's be of service with this new upper echelon of just awareness that we've unearthed, that we've awoken to. Yeah. And I think in service was totally what I was thinking of. Yeah. Virgo is so like, what I love about a Virgo who's doing what they're passionate about is like, like get out of their way. You know what I mean? I mean, they are just, they will get there the earliest. They will stay the latest, but if they don't, value what they're doing. Like if they don't see the point in it, if they're wasting their time because nobody's actually benefiting or it's benefiting some, you know, misuse of power, like a Virgo's not going to stay for long. You know what I mean? Like there's a Virgo is a virgin unto oneself. So like, it's really like we awaken to who we are and like this like creative potential, this inspiration. And then we stay really true to that. And we stay really in alignment. Like you said, to like that higher spiritual, like essence in life. Mm-hmm. And we get to work, we get busy and, yeah. and like we do it, we get our hands in the earth. We just start creating and making something of it. Not just talking about it, but like, yeah, all of the, all of the resources. And that's another thing I think is really important too. <laughs> got really excited. These trines, they're first in, you know, the fire trying to Jupiter and then there's everything moving into Virgo towards the end of the month is going to be making these earth trines to Uranus. So there's a lot of resources available if we're willing 
to like use them. We don't have to go get resources. Like you don't have to search far and wide for whatever it is you want to do. It's like hit the ground running where you are. So get involved in by like reaching out to your neighbor, like keep it really simple, keep Mm -hmm. it really distilled and discerned in that Virgo way of like, it doesn't have to be grand to be effective. Actually, I don't think that's what needs to happen right now. I think it's like, just keep it simple and keep it like moving. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this reminds me of the new moon at the end of the month in Virgo, which in Gene Keys speak, it's in the gift of resolve and the shadow of exhaustion. So this makes me think that, okay, we've got a great chance. I would say one, I guess one last chance before we roll over into the rest of the year to really see, yeah, are we, is there anything left that we're still doing that is meaningless to us or that is a miss? allocation of our vital energy and creativity? Are we a part of things that are truly valuing us back and giving us that sense of meeting and and placement or, you know, alignment? And if there's anything that's not in alignment, it's a great time to dump it. Mm. But also, if that's not an issue, I think (laughs) that um, that this is where we really get going under this new moon because Gene Q40 is really all about coming to meet with divine will and letting it move your heart, your body, and your consciousness in a way that you couldn't as an individual, just one being. And that takes the resolve to surrender to something greater than yourself because, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of energy coming in there that can seem daunting or like there's pressure. Like I was talking before we started and you were like, what is pressure exactly? What's all this pressure about? And I think it's a good question to ask because it's like, to me, um, you know, I'm looking at this big self-initiation that because of the trines, I could easily bypass and have a nice month. It'll probably be a great month for my business. I'll be able to connect with a lot of amazing clients and do new projects with people I love. But also, do I have the resolve to keep moving into September and face an even higher like turn of the spiral mm. of initiation? And the pressure that I feel is like, yeah, well, that's a lot of that's a lot more conscious work ahead instead of just enjoying the fruits of what the first half of this year has brought me. Mm. So I um yes, I feel like this is where it loops all the way back to the beginning. Yeah. And you asked how what do you do with these feelings? Like if you're feeling exhausted and like what do mm-hmm. you do to like motivate yourself? And I said something about being genuine. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you're in, act like it. Mm-hmm. Like make a decision and align with it. And that's the maturity card. Yes. Like that's and that's the Virgo right. card. That's that is where we're at. Is like no, like take that response, receive that responsibility, receive that power, and also with Juno sitting with everything too. Like Juno, this asteroid of the the partner, the committed partner, the contracts we have to come into mutual agreement to like marry our lives and elevate to that conscious commitment. It's like we're we're contracted in, so. Don't pretend like you're a victim of the contracts you're in. Mm, Choose the contracts. Major key. (laughs) Like choose the contract and then surrender the outcome. And don't, are we, are we serving the self or are we ready to really show up Mm 
like if we say we're in, you know, and being in partnership also with the divine, being in partnership with the will of something greater than ourselves. And it's not about being just in partnership with that other person. They're a character, sure, like they're a role, but that's not what it's about. We're all just moving parts to a much bigger puzzle, Mm -hmm. right? A much bigger machine. And so, yeah, it feels like this is not about saying yes and then being like well but I don't know it like this person's not doing this and so maybe if I have that and it's like that's not like where we're at it's like time to really show up like give it you know like put in for for the fire will for your soul for yourself for the evil the process of the Virgo like Virgos are like the self-perfecting you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it's like this is like, I'm just trying to become like my best version of myself. It's about self mastery. And what does that require me to show up as not just, um, what do I get out of it in this moment? Right. You know, or like somebody else approving or like, yeah. Yeah. And not feeding other people's karma to them either. Like, I think that's an important thing with Virgo is like, we have that analytical ability. We have the discernment. We're able to like see really kind of like cutthroat in a way mm-hmm. where it's like right and wrong and it's yeah. like that's not in alignment and um I think that refocusing on ourselves in any kind of situation really pulling ourselves out and not becoming hyper focused on the other because that can be a Virgo shadow especially in relationship is like becoming hypercritical and trying to have this perfect form of what an ideal partner looks like I have Virgo South node with Juno there. So like, I know all about this (laughs) shit. Um, (laughs) but it's like, that's not, that's, that's idolized love. Mm -hmm. That's not true love. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, it's like really honoring the beauty and perfection of the imperfection of things, you know? Totally. Love it. Mm. What are you going to do to use all this energy? Like, how are you going to make the most of this? What am I going to do? Well, as a Pisces, <laughs> I'm, I can tout myself that one of my bigger talents is, um, even though my conscious mind will fight it quite a bit, aligning with higher will. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I'm like a last minute aligner to higher will. So I'll like swim around and be like, oh... I don't think I'm ready. And then at the last possible moment before the cosmic doorway shuts, I just throw myself down the chute and it all works out great. (laughs) I keep coming back for more. Throw yourself down the chute. Would you say that's like symbolic as like a dissolution of ego in order to transcend and align? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Because on the way down the chute, your ego structures get blasted apart. The death card, the transformation, yeah, yeah, right? Exactly. But it's really a, a maturity that's happening down right. the chute. Right. And it's even a maturity that makes you make that leap, like at the very last second. Right. Because you show yourself what you're capable of, and you're like, oh my God, like, I'm like so much greater than that self that I thought was going to die if I did this, and I just like ego death. Right. And also, like, a, per, a constant um, looming fear of, like, peaking. You know, I don't want to get stuck at one level of consciousness because mm. consciousness is so fluid. And I just want to remind everyone of that. Like, we don't ever stop. So, you know, always. We don't ever stop. Yeah. We don't ever reach. And that's, I think, Jupiter stationing direct 
the same day Uranus stations retrograde is it's like that Sagittarius like yes I have all my things and I'm ready to go on my adventure and I know where I'm going and I'm gonna get there you know like that one truth I'm gonna seek it out and Jupiter's like full force ready to go Mm -hmm. and Uranus is retrograde like it's just one turn of the spiral yeah. Like I'm you can't go any higher. You know what I mean? Like it go around before you go up again mm-hmm. and enjoy the journey. Like yes. enjoy this fluidity of learning and this 10,000 tries to gain that one light that lights up the whole world. That Thomas Edison like feedback. It's like you it's integrating all of that all the way background it's not like every time you try you don't get a little more light so it's like you don't have to wait till the 10,000th time to feel anything you're gonna get a little bit more light every time unless you're exhausting yourself by doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results that's what albert einstein defined as the definition of insanity is doing the same thing twice and expecting different results yes Yes, exhaustion. Oh my God! This and that's is so yeah, and exhaustion the <laughs> is the shadow of the new moon at the end of the month. So, the gene key forty. Yeah, gene key forty. So so resolve. So like resolve to be like, ah, this didn't work. What didn't work? Keep going. What didn't work, and what have I not tried? Mm-hmm. And resolve to try again. And you get to divine will when you, which is like the highest acidic frequency of this fortieth gene key, when you. Enjoy the process. <laughs> when you when you surrender enough to the process to let something that is not, well, that is greater than you or yeah. that is like seemingly greater than you move in through you and kind of push the smaller you out of the way mm-hmm. and show you what you're really capable of. Mm. And that's when real surrender happens. And you actually get to experience an even greater state of relaxation within your being right. when you can achieve that state. It's not a pressured state. It is not this mm-hmm. intensity of like flying through the tesseract <laughs> interstellar. It's wormhole flip. <laughs> it's it's a flow state. Exactly, which is like it's so I can like feel in my body right now. I'm like I know when I've been there and it's when I'm like really in this place of like it's like nothing matters and <laughs> like it matters. Does that make sense? So it's like this elevation and this kind of like dropout at the same time, like this groundlessness. That's like, who cares? Like, I'm just like, I'm just giving it a go. I just got, but it's also like, but I'm not going to stop because there's nothing else I would rather be doing. Like there's nothing else I'm more resolved to move towards. And I care about, and I'm dedicated to that like devotion of service of that Virgo and because I know I'm going to do it anyways, I might as well resolve to have fun and like let go of the attachment, like let it be a process of experimentation and activating that growth mindset. And there's the head heart connection, you know, like when we're in that, like, like, what do we do? It's like activate that intuitive, inventive mindset. That's like that beginner's mind of like, what do I do right now? Not, what do I do? But, yeah, the fool. Like, what could I do? Yeah. What could I do differently? Yeah. And then you stumble upon your next great discovery. Which is maybe the discovery the whole world's been waiting for. Like a light bulb. Like a light bulb. (laughs) You are the world's next light bulb. Surely. Definitely. we need every light bulb right now. We need all that light. Um... 
I like it. I think when I look into the human design side of this new moon, we see that this 40th gate of exhaustion, resolve, or divine will, um, also known as the gate of deliverance in human design system, is in line two of the hermit, which is actually the line of the natural genius. So I think that the new moon, post all of this kind of opening that's taking place, all of this um, kind of flow and like, you know, it's kind of feel like that Aquarian like vessel is like pouring and washing through with all these trines, just Mm -hmm. opening up the energy, not necessarily forcefully, but it's open. And if you do move through, you know, with resolve and with self-belief and with enthusiasm and tolerance you might just find the perfect new thing for you because if we break down this 40th gate energy into like its place in um tribal psychology if you will uh collective psychology it's really about finding your unique role in the tribe and being uniquely valued for what you bring that only you can bring Mm -hmm. So it's almost like a new kind of role or job is dawning on us Mm -hmm. at the end of the month where we see like, oh, wow, this is how I can make my best contribution. And this is how it can feel like flow instead Mm -hmm. of like meticulous, exhausting effort. What came to me when you said that, too, is that because there's this transition into the Virgo energy this month, it's like the discovery won't come through the Virgo analyzing. It's actually going to come through the Virgo action. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it will be by trial and error. Mm -hmm. It will be by the feedback of like getting your hands dirty and trying to make something or trying to contribute to something. And then you realize, Oh, that's not it. Mm -hmm. You know? And then that feedback. So like the contrast serving, but it's not going to be through waiting and figuring it out and trying to solve the problem. This is not going to be a mental game. Like, I, I feel, I feel mm-hmm. like this earth trying is not mercurial in nature. Like, we're yeah. not in that realm. All of this is happening in earth. Like, at the end of the day, Virgo is an earth sign. Mm-hmm. It's here to, like, create, and it's a mutable earth. So that transformation, that transition, that beginning and ending, that kind of, like, trial and error, but it's on the ground, feet on the ground. So mm-hmm. it's like that turnover, the harvest season. And also, I think, uh, you know, coming off the heels of so much... Leo energy, which is the heart, it's like your heart might have a new thing that is just blurting out to you. You know, it just Mm. might have something that's that obvious that all that change that we're like, what were the changes? How did I transform? What did all this, you know, eventuate Mm -hmm. into? It might be that you have like a a new depth or a new height or a new resonance coming Mm. from your heart and just that truth that can come from the heart. And that might make it that much of a no brainer, mm-hmm. <laughs> no pun intended, but just like, ah, it's perfect. Yeah. You might just find yourself doing it. Mm-hmm. I, feel like. I, could I see. do. I can see that too. Like I see that same thing and it's, it's, that is the surrendered action. Mm-hmm. So like surrendered action is really the kind of mode mm-hmm. modality of, of moving through this energy and making the most of it, of just keep being in that surrendered action, but it has to come from that place of inspiration. Like from that Leo inspiration, that mm-hmm. authentic, not from an achievement, not from a sense of needing to be perfect, not in a like attached, willful, narrowed in vision of like desirous. Like it can't mm-hmm. be that. Like it's an inspiration. It's this completely. It's like sim- your breath moving through you, like inspiration. Yes. It's not 
a goal or a comparison or a standard of the mind. It's literally just a movement of energy through your being, from the core to your, of your being to out into the world. It's a freedom of expression. Yes. But it's of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's really, in a very practical sense, it's like, this is the month to just, just if there's something you've been wanting to start or a project you've maybe wanted to try or a change you've been, a behavior you've wanted to change or something, a risk, it feels like a little bit of a risk, you know? Mm-hmm. This is the month to try it. Mm-hmm. Not because it's going to succeed, but because it's going to give you feedback that is going to lead to your success. Mm-hmm. And that is the power of this month. But it's not going to come through problem solving, analyzing mentally, like diving in it and like percolating in that mental energy of like, I got to know why. Like, right. no, that's not going to help this month. Like, that's not where the answer lies. Right. It'll arrive. Exactly. Because when we get too meticulous, then we get in our own way with our minds. Mm-hmm. And this nest, this is definitely feeling more like essentially a divine emanation mm-hmm. that's catching you up to speed with your soul development up to this point. I've been saying that all weekend. I just have to say that. I've been saying this all weekend that I'm like, it feels like there's been so much transformation and like my spirit has evolved and my consciousness has evolved so far and this gap is closing. And mm. like it's kind of this really uncomfortable, wonky kind of like we're coming back together into one being. <laughs> but the closer my body comes towards that manifestation, so like putting myself in new situations around new people, like I'm suddenly like a layer of, of um, gap is closed in a mm. sense. Like I'm like energetically, I'm like, oh, it's like not as there's not as much resistance right here Mm. in this space. Like I take Mm. one more step on the sidewalk and it's like, oh, I'm getting closer to like where I'm waiting for myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like you're showing up and you're meeting a little bit more of yourself and you're showing up and you're meeting a little bit more. Yeah, but I'm not reaching out and finding something. I'm actually just meeting the growth that's happened up until this point. Right, you're just like energetically encompassing it. Yeah, stepping into it. Yeah, Yeah, embodying it. Yeah, yeah, and it's like revealing itself as it's happening. I'm not like, again, I'm not reaching for it. I have no idea it's happening until I'm there, and I'm like, well, this is, wait, this is happening. This is something. So that's nice then because it kind of reminds me of the beginning when I was like, well, what do we do if we don't know? We have this uncertainty around what's even been growing through us. It's like you find it when you show up to it Mm -hmm. through, I think, again, your heart. Just like where is your heart leading you? Show up to that. Mm-hmm. Don't let your mind stop you this month because right. there's nothing there this month. Right. Right. I love that. Yeah. Don't let your mind stop you this month, which means don't let endings, quote unquote, stop you. Don't let failure, quote unquote, stop you. Failure is first attempt in learning. This mm-hmm. is not about your mind. This is about your heart. This is about the fun. This is about the experimentation, the participation. This is like, get out there. Mm-hmm. Get out in the world. We are the world. Get out there. Get your hands dirty. <sighs> Come join us. Yeah. Dylan, thank you so much. This thank has been you, so Sarah. awesome. It's always a pleasure to flow with you. I know. We've been talking about doing this forever, and now we're doing it. Here it is. Here it is. We're totally doing the invitation of the astrology. Look at us. I know. We are role modeling it. And ah. we're both six line beings, so that's important for us. I love when you drop human design knowledge like that. Six-line beings are known as role models, and we're just here to embody our higher values or 
mm-hmm. bust, basically. But yeah. Yes, and I think I think that's one thing to just in the final note of like yeah. um if you don't know what to do, if you're feeling like you're combusting internally, it's like where can you role model in your life? Like where can you take responsibility and not in that righteous way, but it's like where are you holding yourself back from? Like you're ready to do something or step forward in some way. Mm-hmm. And I think we're we we think we don't want to do that. We're like, I really don't want to deal with that. Or I really don't want to have to do that. Oh. But the second you do it, you feel so much better. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that from experience. It just happened within the last few days. So, yeah. Oh, what a relief. I'm not fighting myself anymore. <laughs> yeah. So. And then that just opens up all the other possibilities that you know on some level are possible. Yeah. Yeah. So have fun this month. Enjoy the journey make the most of it. Like use your resources, get creative, play, connect. What do you Experiment. have? Experiment. Experiment. Discover. Take a risk. Be the fool. Don't be afraid of being foolish. It's actually potentially going to jumpstart you forward in a way you never even knew was possible. Um, and, and it's not really, it's not a brand new risk. Like use what you've the feedback of what's happened so far this year specifically this last two months is like use it so it's not starting over start from where you are use what you've learned and do something different and if this is provoking ego amnesia in you right now where ego is like (laughs) nope 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 you don't know what you did the last two months sit down make some bullet points (laughs) what have you done go from there yes boom Yes, especially as Mercury wraps up the shadow phase. Right. That'll continue to be a gift that's happening in these next 10 days is like leading up to this full moon. If an, if an insight dawns on you like, oh, this lesson came in, write it down. Yes, write Avert it down. ego amnesia by <laughs> writing shit down. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much, everybody. We appreciate everyone joining the conversation. We look forward to hearing any of your input, your questions, please comment, reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Again, you can find both of us on Instagram or online just at our website, sarahposh.com, thespiritadvisor.com. Um, but for now, we, we love you. We encourage you. We're with you. We'll be looking for you to shine your light. No pressure, but we'll be excited to see the lights you'll be shining. Ugh. And... Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. All right. Thank you.